Welcome to the Infallible Way podcast. This week, I'm happy to discuss issues that have been presented to me for resolve that relate to our going on a retreat from the life's grind, what the benefits are, and why it really doesn't help that much. We'll discuss spirituality, meditations, and also affirmations. Isn't it wonderful that we have the potential to overcome all holds? And we do. The grandness is we live amidst the infallible way. In the infallible way, we create everything we need so that we can overcome what we create, which appears as conflict, chaos, and unrest. We've learned all of that over the years. We can overcome it, and we have the capacity to do that in the infallible way. Once we realize that, realize freedom so that we can live permanently liberated. As all of my podcasts have contained one theme, it continues as we realize that our experiences, including the people in our lives, our thoughts and feelings surrounding those experiences, respond to our individual consciousness. Everything that we realize stems from our consciousness. In fact, your consciousness is nothing more than a film projector, exactly like that. It projects into your personal world, and then from your personal world, it extends to the world at large. Remember, we're one piece of the collective consciousness. So every time each one of us shifts in consciousness, we cause a shift in the consciousness of the whole. That's why, one by one, we make a difference to the experiences that occur in our world, our personal world, and yes, the world at large. One of the issues that were presented to me for Resolve was, the title is Retreat from Life's Grind. Issue. I go away on a retreat so that I connect with my spirit as well as with other like-minded folks. I leave the retreat feeling wonderfully enlivened and exhilarated. Then after a few days back in my world, I feel all that I gained is lost. Why does this happen and what can I do to sustain my spirit upon my return? Here's the resolve. Ask yourself a simple question. What do I hope to gain by the retreat? If you answer, if it is to withdraw from what seems like a life fight, as I take on practices and techniques that are supposed to help me stop battling, the mark is being missed. In fact, those practices or techniques are external to you and will most likely intensify the ego, the separate self, that creates the need for the anguish, the conflict, and the chaos. Remember, a retreat is a period of withdrawal from your current life events. Yes, it often feels great to get away from the grind for a few days. It's a chance to center yourself and perhaps even relax for a bit. However, the retreat or the lecture or session, whatever it may be, While it may contain fabulous information, and many do, it will not provide you a sustained unity with the whole of God. It is nothing more than an escape that is a way to temporarily avoid your conflict or your pain or your unrest. It is an escape 
that appears often in spiritual clothing that prepares you to return to what you call the grind. Upon your return to your usual routine, you realize that the same pain or unrest reemerges because it's never been gone. It's just been a diversion. The time away was not a removal of life events. Rather, it was just a temporary reprieve from your created life events. As beautiful as it may seem for the moment, in the long term, it is never sustained. As long as it is an intellectual process only, you continue your resistance. Only the commitment to your truth that includes identifying and repairing the breaks that separate you from your unlimitedness delivers you to the true steps to awakening. Although you may realize beautiful messages and they cannot be faulted, they are inspiring and they are incredible. Often, the inspiration or awareness does not come to you. Rather, it is in you as you are beyond the mind. You are beyond the mind when you no longer control or manipulate the objects of your experience. You no longer interpret thoughts or experiences based upon narrow thinking. You are beyond perceptions. In fact, you are beyond separateness. That's beyond the mind. The true retreat is already in you. It is you realizing who and what you are as you reunite with the whole of God that is the living presence that dwells in you, in each of us. It builds on the consciousness of your truth as you project wholeness and abundance because in essence, that's really what you are. The next title is Spirituality. The Issue. I accept that I'm just a human going through a spiritual experience. There may be something missing, something because I am far from joyful, but I desire to be. Here's the resolve. Awakening to truth is not something that occurs by hearing it in church or at lectures or even reading it in books. Learning about truth does not necessarily mean expressing truth. In fact, the expression of truth extends beyond intellectual study. It is beyond the mind. In reality, spirituality is described as the activity of your consciousness of truth that represents the core of you. It is the flickering spark that denotes the essence of your true life, your true potential. In fact, it is your innate potential so that you overcome whatever holds you. It overcoming the breaks caused by mind so that you make this life truly mean all that is meant to be meaning. You are exceedingly more than just human. In fact, instead of accepting yourself as human going through a spiritual experience, stop for a moment and know that you are present as a human to overcome resistance so that you awaken to the grandness of your truth. To accomplish that awakening, this world is a wonderful forum. It's complete with needed experiences that respond to your consciousness. That's what makes it the infallible way. 
Your projections create the needed experience. As such, Earth is cited as the school for awakening to your truth. It makes you spiritual being going through life as a human for one purpose. It is the infallible way to your awakening to God uniquely expressing as you. What a wonderful aspect, and that's what we're here to accomplish. Instead of referencing thoughts of who and what you are, you can surrender deeply into the unknown. The unknown is the unlimitedness of God. You softly relax into the awareness of your truth, and that integrates love and wisdom. They're already there. Liberation becomes your permanent expression of consciousness, and all respond and happen spontaneously. As it initiates from the self, you are then free. The next title, Meditation and Affirmation. The issue, how do I go beyond the mind? Is that meditation? I do affirmations using certain techniques that I learn, but I'm finding that it doesn't sustain itself. Here's the resolve. If you attempt to use methods or techniques to achieve a state of mind, the mind draws conclusions that are built upon perceptions based on what has been learned, past experiences, and memories. Those states of mind, however, that you try to achieve bring you warped or limited results. True meditation is not on objects, since objects are of the mind. No technique or manipulation is required. You are beyond the resistant mind when you no longer control or manipulate the objects or your experience. You no longer interpret thoughts or experiences based upon narrow thinking. Affirmation, likewise, is a technique only for the mind. It may quiet the mind for a time, but it is not sustainable. You are conscious of which the mind is a part of. That is what you are. You are consciousness. The mind is only a part of that consciousness. Once you identify the breaks that are caused by the mind and you repair them so that you transform that resisting energy that causes the limitations to love, you rise above separation. You go beyond the mind. Instead of referencing thoughts of who and what you are, you surrender deeply into the unknown. You softly relax into the awareness of your truth, and that integrates love and wisdom. Liberation becomes your permanent expression. All happens spontaneously. It initiates from the self, and you are free. The next title Meaning of breaks caused by mind. Issue. In a nutshell, what is the repair of breaks caused by mind? Isn't that a technique? Here's the resolve. The repair of breaks is not a technique. Rather, it is your unique steps to enlightenment as efficiently and effectively as possible. The repair of the breaks is the infallible way to transform the energy of resistance to your truth. Then you realize who you truly are. All breaks caused by mind create the experiences that include role players, thoughts, and feelings. 
Those experiences represent everything you need to identify your resistance to truth. The repair of the breaks is the infallible way to transform the energy of your resistance to your truth that incorporates wholeness and abundance. Then you can realize who you are in truth. The answers then are no longer external to you. You are no longer separate. You unite with the whole of God. You are one. Then simply be still and realize who you are. The next title, Realize Wholeness and Abundance. The issue, I pray to God for what I lack so that I finally achieve wholeness and abundance. Is that the right way? First, there is no right and wrong way. There are no dualities. Further, God does not have what you think you lack. Rather, God is infinite substance. You do not achieve wholeness and abundance. Wholeness and abundance is already part of who and what you are. You realize wholeness and abundance by lifting your expression to the consciousness of wholeness and abundance. You need not ask for it. Rather, you rise to its expression as part of consciousness. You then project wholeness and abundance. From then, experiences will correspond until the moment becomes when you can overcome even experiences. Everything just is.